Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian. And I'm Paul. And we'll get going in three, two, one. Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys. This is the first of many episodes dedicated to healing. Today, we could not be happier to welcome our first guest to the podcast. She's someone that I'm constantly inspired by. And Paul, would you do the introductions, please? Oh, wow. What can I say about April? Well, we are blessed to have her as a neighbor. She's always been a really good friend to me. She's very compassionate. Uh, She works a lot with elderly people and with people who are suffering, and she just has a gift for it. Um, She also is an incredible baker, and she makes an amazing baklava. I think Brian can contest to that. Love it. (laughs) She's also, we Googled you. I'm sorry, but we did. (laughs) Um, She's a hypnotherapist. She's a life coach, and she's trained in EMDR. And that's a pretty cool thing. I've, I've actually sat through sessions with that before, not with her, but it's pretty nifty. Um, she's also a licensed clinical social worker. That's LCSW, correct? Yes. Okay. And she's had close to three decades in the healthcare industry, and now you're a healer. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am so appreciative that you let me be a part of this with both of you. And I, you know, I don't know how you tease apart the mental health piece to the EMDR, to the hypnosis, to to what I am doing and incorporating now, because I think they're all healing modalities. And I, I like to use them interchangeably when I can. That's awesome. We also uh, found a statement that you had given for the um, counseling resource services page. It said that you believe that people, that a person's growth, development, and change are central to finding peace, happiness, and joy in life. And that fits exactly with what we're looking for in this podcast. So that's pretty amazing. So we obviously can't talk about healing without talking about energy. So uh, did you always know you were a healer? You know, that's such a good question. And I'm so glad you pulled up that quote. That has kind of been my motto um, forever, because I think that we come into this world and our, our journey is about healing the pieces that are broken so that we can live our authentic self, be our um, authentic self. Sure. And so for me, I, everyone that I work for, I work with, I always look at helping them along their journey get to where they're supposed to be, where they have that connection to themselves and they have real joy. So I think that, you know, that's a really good question about have I always known? I think even as a child, I I have always been able to know things, um, see things in my mind's eye, have an understanding of things that I really shouldn't have. And so there was a piece of me that always saw hands-on healing, and I didn't go into a field that included that. And so it wasn't a surprise to me when I evolved into a modality that allowed me to put my hands on people. You know, I think that there's a lot to that. I mean, just as a child, when you're sick and your mother would just come and just lay her hand on you you just felt so much better but I have to agree with you I've always felt like we're here to grow our spirit I mean that's the whole journey that's the whole point of it so um April has performed several sessions on me I went through a lot of issues with my back Uh, I wound up having spinal surgery and April did sessions with me before and after the surgery I had a lot of complications that occurred from the surgery itself I you know found 
a lot of relief in it. And you also turned me on to some sessions on YouTube with Donna Eden and her two daughters. And I did the, the 30 day challenge and you're very connected in with her modality. I am. I'm actually a certified Eden Method practitioner. So that, that means I've completed 200 hours of class, um, a certain number of sessions, and then I've gone through, um, you know, each class has a set of tests that go along with them, and then a certification is another four tests that I have. So now I can call myself a certified practitioner. And you've traveled a lot. I have traveled, yes, from San Diego to Baltimore, so and, and all over. So I understand there's like nine different energy systems that are incorporated in the Eden Method? There are. So the Eden Method really looks at all of the body's energy systems and how they interact with each other and how you can tap into those energy sessions or energy systems to help support your body's healing process. That's amazing. I'm familiar with the chakra system and with the meridian endpoints. Can you elaborate some more on the other ones for us? Sure. So, um, so there are nine. Let's see if I can get them all. So I have um, your electrics, which are the electric system in your body. And we all know when we touch something, we shock ourselves. Absolutely. We, we are aware that our body has electrical energy. And so it's how that the body connects to um, other parts of the body, other energy systems through electrical energy. So like the nervous system? Um, it can be the nervous system. It can be um, even more than that, right? Because our blood is magnetic, right? Oh, wow. And so our body, our heart is electrical. I know that you did an electric, an electric session with me when we were healing some of the scar tissue internally from the surgery. It does. And, and when you do an electric session, especially a deep electric session like we did it helps burn off scar tissue it, it was interesting because it felt like i was there for like 15 minutes and it was like a almost hour and a, a half yeah, it was almost <laughs> yeah. a two-hour session so that's pretty amazing and what are some of the other ones okay so then you have the radiant circuits um and in traditional chinese medicine it's called the strange flow okay. it is one of my my favorite the radiant circuits um are are sort of like meridians, but what they do is they help other energy systems heal. And so if your meridians need a little help, they'll go there. And if your chakras need a little help, they'll go there. But if you look them up and if you go on YouTube and you look up um, the Radiant Circuits on Donna Eden's channel, okay. what they do is they bring you joy. It is one of the quickest ways to plug into your own personal joy. It lifts depression, it lifts anxiety, and it helps you feel connected. It's they're they're some of my favorite to work with. Wow, that, that's promising. That's amazing. It, it is. It is. And then we have triple warmer. And triple warmer is your body's fight or flight response. Okay. So you know, particularly in this culture, we're all in a stress response all the time. So the triple warmer energy system is about learning how to calm your stress response in your body and how to even turn it into a radiant circuit because if you plug into triple warmer in the right way mm -hmm. it will bring you joy instead of stress that's amazing right it's it is truly amazing so let's see there's also the aura which sure. we all know okay, what the aura yes. is. Absolutely. Then there's the Celtic weave, which is not so different than the aura. It's one way you work with your aura. But it is this 
it is this exactly what it sounds like a Celtic design that is in our bodies and in our aura and it relates all of the different systems to each other okay and it so like them. in the 30-day method when we were doing the weaving and it's it's yes. more than the physical hand motion it's the imagination of the patterns that you're doing is also influencing that right correct correct and the more patterns the more connected you are um, and then we have the um, basic grid and the grid is the foundational one okay. the grid is the one that has past life and present life representation but it's core wounds and so it's it's you have to work with all the other energy systems before you can really work with the grid because you really have to be ready to move that energy and heal it but once you heal it you don't take it into that next life you've healed it for your emotional and mental and physical well-being that's awesome yeah it is now let's see did i get all of them Oh, the five rhythms. That's the one I left out. So the five rhythms in traditional Chinese medicine, um, you have probably seen where they talk about water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. And it has a physiological representation. It represents um, the organs in your body. For example, if you're water, um, your stress response is fear. Um, and it, that is represented in your kidney and in your urinary bladder. So if you were to have problems in those areas, I would know you're holding on to some fear. I would know that okay. that's someplace that we need to go. So with the elements in traditional Chinese medicine, what you're looking at is fear, anger, panic, worry, and grief. And so the five rhythms really allow us to work with those on a physiological and emotional level. So those emotions that a lot of people deem as negative emotions, um, they're all emotions and emotions are just like, you know, shades of gray, right? I mean, like they're not necessarily bad. It's just we're not meant to hold on to those because they can actually clog up the systems. Absolutely. So emotions are just emotions. It's what we assign to them that makes them problematic or not. And so this whole movement, and I love it, this whole movement of mindfulness and, you know, becoming enlightened really is um, focused on just recognizing, oh, that's anger. Let me look at it instead of being reactive to it. Right. Um, I wish I could remember the quote exactly, but Viktor Frankl, who wrote, um, man's search for meaning when he was in um, he was in a concentration camp during the Holocaust. And he is the one who quotes, you know, between stimuli and um, response mm-hmm. is that time where you can make a decision. And that's what mindfulness is. I have this experience and what I do between that and how I respond is all the difference. And if you're caught up in the emotions, you kind of lose the ability to choose, right? Absolutely. Sort of. I think you still choose. If you are caught up in the emotions, you are choosing to be caught up in the emotion. When you learn not to personalize things, 99% of other people's responses to us have nothing to do with us. I agree 100%. It's hard not to take life personally. That's one of the things I focus on in my morning meditation is that trying to be more of an observer in my life as opposed to everything happening to me. And also one of the things you stated was, um, or, or you made reference to, when we manifest things, when we're focusing on the anger that we're feeling, or when we're consumed with grief, we're, we're just, we're so hyper-focused in that emotion that 
we're not able to let it move through us like it was designed to do, but we're actually clinging to it, and what we wind up doing is internalizing it inside. Correct. Physically. We do. Our body holds our emotions, right? I mean, you can't have emotions and have them not land somewhere in your body. You feel them in your head, you feel them in your body, and if you don't let them continue their their flow, they get stuck. And they can cause disease. They cause dis-ease, right? So whether it becomes disease or it becomes an emotional trauma or it becomes um, a constant state of negativity, we do that to ourselves and we're the only ones who can let it go and do something else for ourselves that's such a great concept and I agree with it that that's well stated so I understand and I happen to know that you also do Reiki I do yes and how did you get involved with that and that basically is working with the earth energy and the ability to heal and letting it flow through you right so the so Reiki focuses it's it's a japanese healing modality and it really focuses on working on the chakras and it actually pulls energy from the earth or from the heavens or from higher power god universe however you know however you perceive it um and you become a channel right you're not doing the you know what people say oh you healed me or you no it's not me it's always you and i i should have said this probably earlier but i believe we all have a blueprint in our body and our body's natural state of well-being is what our body always wants to return to and that's really what healing any healing is about whether it's the mental health piece or it's hands-on touch or it's reiki whatever you're working on working with your energy is intended to activate the body's own healing process and ability and we all have it Right? That's how scar, you know, that's how a wound exactly. heals. Yes. Our body yes. does it physically and emotionally and energetically. Wow, that's awesome. I found when I was doing that, like it doesn't seem like the time is very long. I know the first thing you do is you have us remove all of our electronics. Yes. So like I'm not allowed to have a watch on or anything like that because those are electric too and they affect the magnetic pull or the magnetic flow of your body. And then um, you do testing, a basically type of a reflexology type of thing? It is. It's called kinesiology, applied kinesiology. Um, we call it uh, energy testing because we're testing how the energy flows through your body. And that helps you understand which sections or which aspects may be blocked that need clearing. Correct. It tells me what your body, and doesn't mean that it's every part of your body, but it will tell me what part of your body wants to be worked on. So you may have more than one thing out, but it tells me today, I want you to work on kidneys or I want you to work on liver or I want you to work on chakras. And so it gives, it gives me what I need to know to help plug into your body, to help it generate the energy it needs to begin the healing process. So I know that with Reiki, there's specific hand positions. Yes. Um, Does that also occur with the Eden method? Is there a specific hand positions that you use like in Reiki or is it more? Well, I think even with Reiki, it's yes and no, right? There are specific hand positions that they say this is likely to connect you. But 
energy is going to flow where energy is going to flow and my so. hands may end up somewhere that I didn't expect just based on what you have going on but when you look at like a meridian there are points along a meridian but everybody's shaped differently and everybody's body is different so they're not going to be exactly the same so sure. so part of it is intuitive part of it is structural and so it's kind of a you know it's where science meets art right um, and you, you just kind of, you kind of know, and that's that intuition piece. But there are certain things, there are ways to, there are holds that you can do, um, there are ways to hold your hands that do help facilitate the process. So Brian, when you had your session, how did you feel Well, going into it and then after? Well, I didn't know what to expect going into it, to be honest. In the past, um, I've had a lot of different massages, and that's where I went to for my peace and relaxation. And it was helpful, but I have to say, with April's session, it was just as relaxing, if not more relaxing, for me personally. Um, the energies just helped me to feel relaxed. And when we were done, I mentioned to you that I felt heavy, but I think it was more of a grounding feeling. Uh, I don't remember feeling that grounded in a really long time. So <clears throat> it, it helped me to um, to feel grounded and to feel more like in myself, you know, yes, to be um, to be whole. Sure. And, and I had been dealing with a lot of ongoing physical pain and it um, it tends to really drag you down. I, I had a really difficult time. You know, my perspective is, I decide to be happy when I wake up. It, I literally, I do a, a moment where I clear my mind and I release the, everything to the universe and just know that it's going to be the way it's going to be and I try to be an observer. That's something I do. And then I decide that I'm going to have a good day because if I don't, it's, you know, you're just kind of at the whims of life and um, still, when you have chronic persistent pain, it catches you off guard. I mean, you have to be diligent about your perspective that you have just to keep it. But when I would go to you, when I would leave, actually when I was having sessions, it felt like I was lucid dreaming. I was almost in and out of consciousness, but I was aware of you being around me, but I saw colors. Mm -hmm. I um, had like, like dreams. Yeah. And it wasn't a very long session, but I had visions and things like that that I would say were dreams, but I wasn't asleep. Correct. And that was very neat. It was very enlightening, and sure. it was, um, I would dare to say, healing in mm -hmm. a lot of the topics and subjects and things that happened. But they seemed to be, when we discussed them afterwards, related to the energy systems you were working on. Yes. So, so I love that you have both talked about the, that spectrum of what your experiences were. Some people fall asleep, right? When Brian talks about that heavy feeling, most people with anxiety are in their head and they're not grounded. Right? Sure. So when we ground you, when we get you back in your body, it does feel heavy because you haven't been there or plugged into that in a really long time. And it feels, it can feel really heavy until you get used to that connection to the earth again, right? When I work on people, I also see things. And so the what we're activating is 
that healing process. And so sometimes in your healing process, you need to feel an emotion. An emotion will come up or you need to get a message. And so you will see someone or something or you'll have, you know, a movie play in your head of something that you need to understand. And so what I always tell people is just take notice and if it's not clear say what am i supposed to get from this right what what am i supposed to learn from this and it seems to be related to the blocked energy being released whatever it was that caused that catalyst in the first place i I will even say that when i work on some people if we get very deep we'll get messages from past lives or generational messages i myself have had multiple generations back come and tell me um you know (laughs) give me messages one of my um, Jewish relatives said, what are you, a Meshuggah? <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you? And the practitioner who was working on me said, I don't know what Meshuggah means. And I said, what are you, an idiot? You know, it was, it was just such an interesting process to say, stop doing what you're doing to yourself. Right. So it's 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 wonderful to access that. Well, I thought it was really neat, though, when I saw the colors that yes. they happened, and I wasn't watching you, I was hearing you know some things you were doing but the colors seem to be related when we talked about it afterwards they were the actual chakra colors that you were working on and i had no idea you were actually working on those chakras which was really neat so one of the questions i was going to ask you is do you get sessions yourself and i guess you just answered that question i do and the other one was i know that in reiki you have attunements for different levels how does that work with the eden method are there attunements there are not attunements. So in Reiki, the intention of an attunement is to open your energy and balance it so that you can receive and you can become be that conduit. Eden Method looks at um, really learning the process because what they believe is you don't have to have anything special to be able to work with your own body's energies. And so... You know, I don't, I don't know whether or not it makes a difference that I had the attunements that I had when I was taking my Reiki classes, but I, you know, there's nothing special other than passing the test that you have to do for the awesome. Eden method. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's pretty interesting. If you had one thing you need to say to people, what do you find people's biggest hurdles are in finding peace? So we can relate that back to our original topic of you know, healing and peace and joy. That's a great question. I, I could list a million things, right? But I would tell you fear. Fear is the biggest reason people don't find peace, happiness, love, joy. It's the biggest reason why they don't become aligned. They are afraid of whatever past trauma, whatever life experience, whatever messages they got from their parents or their church or their community they're afraid of doing that work. But the reality is you've already lived through the hardest part. Healing it isn't going to be harder than what you've already done. Yeah, we walk through some horrors in our lives from time to time, and we carry that with us. And instead of just letting it go, we've already had to deal with it and experience it. We just cling to it because we don't know how to process it. Well, and a lot of us will say, well, I'm just angry. That's who I am. Or I'm just, I'm stuck. Or I'm just anxious. And instead of saying, I'm worth working through this. Absolutely. Right? And so it's also that commitment to self. 
that people will, they don't want to do the work because it's time and energy that, that is self-focused. And most of us learn we're not worth it. I, I think we experience things when we're younger before we have the tools Correct. to work with this stuff. And when we get older and we learn how to deal with things as they come up, we never really consider going back and re-examining that as an observer to understand what my role actually was in it as opposed to what it felt like going through it so that we can actually categorize that get it out of the floor so that everything coming in isn't being compared to it so we can enrich our lives better well and it's that you don't have to suffer with it anymore just because it's what you learned and what you do now doesn't mean that you always have to be this way right. you can still be you and let go of anger. You can still be you and learn to manage anxiety. Wow, that's a beautiful message, April. I wanna say thank you so much for being here today. Brian? Yeah, I've learned so much and I can't thank you enough for being here as well. Um, I know you've inspired myself and I'm sure anybody listening has learned and become inspired by you, so thank you so much. Absolutely. Please come back anytime you like. This, this. I, if the universe gives you things that you need in your life, I feel like that's you with us, you know. Thank you, you so much. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't stress that enough. I mean, the words escape me, but thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I, You know, this is so important. We all can play that part in our own healing, and it's okay to do it every single day. Do a little bit for yourself. Great. Awesome. So for everyone listening, keep the peace. Peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening to Gay Peace Journeys. Don't forget to visit GayPeace.com and manifest peace by making